Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Joey. And I'm Sonia, and welcome to Fostering Life with Joey and Sonia Foster. Listen, we are so excited about this podcast and just being able to do life together with you all every week. Yes, we are. We're going to be talking about relationships, marriage, faith, family, entrepreneurship, personal development. Mm -hmm. Listen, you name it, we're going to be talking about it. And also, we want to let you know that this is a fun and a safe and an authentic environment for you to come and just grow together with us. Yes, so if you have any questions questions. or any input, um, you can always go to our website, which is www.joeyandsoniafoster.com. Listen, we look forward to offering any insight and even some advice to any of those anonymous questions that you send in. It's going to be amazing. Yes, it's going to be so fun. And thank you guys for being a part of our community. Make sure that you share and subscribe and tell all of your friends, all of your family about Fostering Life with Joey and Sonia Foster. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Joey. And I'm Sonia. And this is Fostering Life, where we talk about life, love, love, and and everything everything in between. between. Listen, I'm excited about today, this particular podcast, especially... Uh, why? Because I got my girl with me. She's with. She's she's here every episode, but she's just just like y'all can't see her, but she's just looking fine. Like I'm here just, every episode. This is my podcast too. No, but you're just looking fine though. That's the thing. You you're just what? like super fine. Like, you know what? Like you're finer than fine. You know what? Don't be trying <laughs> to make me a feature. <laughs> so I want to want y'all to welcome to the podcast. My wife. My beautiful. What? I mean, my name is on the podcast. You know what? I'm. You know what? We starting this podcast over. I'm starting it. <laughs> Go for it. Go. You start it over. Go ahead, baby. Welcome <laughs> to my podcast. To my podcast featuring my husband. <laughs> right. Well, now that both of us have featured the other. Okay. Listen. Welcome, y'all. Welcome. Welcome in. Welcome in. Listen, I want to talk about something right from the jump because we talk about life, love, and everything. 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 I'm going to talk about something that is extremely important to my life that I have to endure and deal with every single day. You Mm. don't know anything Uh about this. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, we're going to talk about this. (laughs) Endure every day. That's not like marital problems. (laughs) Yes, there's trouble in paradise is what I'm trying to tell you. Listen, my wife is an interesting individual. You may or may not know this, but she has, um, you know, some people are high maintenance. My wife is, I wouldn't say she's high maintenance. She is, what's higher than high? Oh, oh, we going here today. (laughs) What's, What's higher than high? Like, okay. My wife, man, let me tell you something. Okay. Let me tell you something. She is amazing. But let me tell you, she likes nice Things, did you hear me, guys? Nice things. I knew that she liked nice things because she's nice looking, and every time I've ever seen her, she had herself together with nice stuff. Okay, like where you going? She looked nice. She smelled nice. I just didn't know that when we got married, I was gonna have to be the one to foot the bill (laughs) for this. To provide. The nice <laughs> for the niceness, because you can't get married and then the quality go down. It has to go up, right? That's right. Right. You so marry up. You marry up. So here it is. I'm dead broke because my wife likes nice things, and that's yeah, beautiful. But you know, um, I I like 
regular things too, like normal, down to earth. Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> like you, you know, be honest now. Okay. You have to be honest. Right. Like I like just a bouquet of flowers or of course cards or Absolutely. I like going out to the movies. Yeah. I like, I like cheap dates. You, you do. know, I you do, do like those. I like just, and I like that you walking. like cheap dates. That's <laughs> you know, I like just going to the beach, walking on the beach at night. Absolutely. You know, I, I love walking around the lake, things of that sort. Just yeah. going to one of our favorite spots, like maybe, you know, just just anywhere the to get the ice cream spot. The that ice we cream spot. We, we're not gonna pub them because they're not gonna pay us for this. <laughs> at least not yet. But listen, there's an ice cream spot that's not far from where we live. Yeah. And oh yeah. my goodness, y'all gonna have to inbox us or something. We'll tell you what it is. But listen. Yeah. So I love I love those things. You know, um, and it's like I think I actually posted it one day on Facebook. I was like, yes, I like nice things. I love luxurious hotels and yeah. things of that sort. I mean, I, I, I do. I always have my, um, parents would always just look at me like I'm crazy. Like every time I would say what I wanted mm-hmm. and considering what it is that we had. And they're like, do you know <laughs> that we can't just be out here buying $3,000 gowns, you know, <laughs> but I would go in the store and they would say, which one you want? And out of all the gowns in the store, you know, they don't have prices on them. So out of all the gowns in the store, I will pick out the most expensive <laughs> gown. And we were asked the lady, the consultant, okay, so how much is this? And she's like, oh, this is so beautiful, blah, right, blah, right, blah, right, blah. Right. perfect on her and blah, blah, whatever the case is. Come to find out, it's a Vera Wang, you know, it's a... <laughs> Wait, 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 let's take this down right. a couple of notches. So, you know, I, I've always had very expensive taste, mm-hmm. but I always, I, I don't know. I just really took an appreciation for just life, you know, for the simple life as well. And I think you do a good job a lot of times with the, like you say, the balance, right? So there, I mean, listen, we all like nice stuff, right? So you like nice things, but then again, there's also a lot of things because you're an outdoorsy person. Most people don't know this, but you're an outdoorsy person. You're like four-wheelers, shooting guns, playing basketball. Uh, You are that country girl to the bone. I mean, like for, for Christmas, right? What did I ask you to get me for Christmas? You you um asked me to get you something you for Christmas forgot. that I forgot about. <laughs> no, what you what we end up getting it late because we couldn't find it. But um for the the patio um mm-hmm. furniture so I can sit outside. Um yeah, the seven hundred pound box. With the fire pit and the umbrella. Yes. I really wanted that. So we ended up getting that mm-hmm. finding it finally online mm-hmm. somewhere. Um, but still, but that's what I wanted. I didn't want, you know, your tip, the typical things, right. you know, to kind of just run out of expensive lifts right. for Christmas. Right. Um, you know, I, I really like the simple things, even though it, it wouldn't. <laughs> I got to hear this part. I'm not it even... was not cheap. But what okay. I'm saying, I like the simplicity of life, you know, feeling the air, feeling the sun, watching the kids play outside course, yeah. you know things of that sort and you again again you, you're from quincy florida right and you guys are outdoorsy to the bone i mean i love it barbecues all that good stuff right. i'm coming in from the city and i'm like listen can we please go in the air condition because um in a, <laughs> i ain't trying to be out here like, all day long we're used to playing basketball in 90 degree right. 90 degrees or 30 degrees it doesn't matter it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. we outside we're playing basketball we having a good time. We having, a, you know, we yeah. just 
Kicking it. What was so interesting is that when we met, we were so, well, were and are in a lot of ways, so opposite. Mm-hmm. We were like completely opposites. And, and people oftentimes think of, or have the conversation, do opposites attract or should I look for somebody that I'm compatible with and all of that stuff. Man, our story, I don't know if our story is, is unique in that regard or maybe a lot of people deal with the same thing, but we were not alike. Yeah, we're still not alike. We're not. <laughs> we're not like. I think we're not alike in our perspectives. I think we are. We just align with our values. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think our values um, are what you know keeps us. You know, to that place of come. You know, I guess camaraderie. Mm-hmm. You know, in those moments, like we have similar values. We've always had similar values, right. but it's just our perspectives and how we look at things and how we, you know, just even present present things how we approach things every single thing is different yeah it's it's really different and and i think that sometimes if we're not careful we'll start looking for somebody that looks like us or thinks like us and then that's the person that i'm going to be compatible with and that's going to be the one and okay me and me and her we can have a relationship because we see a lot of things alike and for us we saw a lot and saw and see a lot of things differently but at the same time not even in a disagreeable manner right it was just an appreciation for another perspective and i think that served us really well like in our dating life when we met at fam right fam you historically back black college and university when we met at fam like talk about two different lives combining oh colliding i should say yeah yeah, colliding (laughs) colliding is a better better way to say it we collided um And that was it. I mean, it was an interesting time. I I was actually reminded of just the journey. Mm. You know, I was reminded of the journey. I was cleaning out the cloth my closet um, the other day, and I find the uh, I guess prize or even infamous uh, college. You know, the like the picture that the card, the card that they give you, you know, where you go swipe. Yeah, the ID. I found those. I think mine was back from some, it was, I don't know, it said 2000 and something, but Mm -hmm. yours was a little older. I guess mine was the new one and yours was like the the first one that we probably got. So yours is kind of distorted. (laughs) But however, I was like, wow, look at these people. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not this person anymore. He's not that person anymore. But, you know, just to kind of look back and say, wow, wow, wow. How in the world did we get here? Yeah. And what what is interesting to know for our first time listeners, or maybe you haven't been rolling with us for a minute, you need to know something. You need to know that both Sonia and I are pastors now. But be clear, when we met, I was nobody's pastor. You hear me? Nobody's. (laughs) Nobody. I was nobody's pastor. He wasn't even a Facebook pastor. Right, right. That's a whole nother podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But I remember because looking um, looking at the ID, I'm looking at it and I'm like, yo, this guy right here? Was up to no good. <laughs> he was no on the good. hill up to no good. And I'm thinking back because you've been pretty consistent, you know, in, in your qualities and your values and things like that. You've been pretty consistent. I've been all over the place. <laughs> right? Let's be clear. Right. I've been all over the place. So it was like when we, I we, we thank God for girls. Ah, bah, bah, bah. So when I see the picture, I'm like, man, I'm looking at this guy and I'm like, wow, this guy 
was in such a different space. I mean, not a good space, guys. I'm talking about externally you look and say, okay, he doesn't look much differently. But, man, as far as mindset goes, as far as maturity goes, man, I was so jacked up. And I think that says a lot, too, because I remember I showed it to you and you was like, man, I was up to no good. You know, that was like the first thing you said. I was up to no good on the day of that picture. Whatever picture, <laughs> I promise you. I was so I, I took that picture coming from a listen, no good place was, and headed ooh, to a no good place. I was, listen. <laughs> So when I think about that, when I see that picture, I'm looking at this this young guy. A little bit about my story um, is that I didn't even know that I was going to college. Came home one day from uh, you know uh, this temporary job that I had um, right after high school. Mom packed everything. She sent me to college. I, I'm like college. I didn't know that people went to college. I thought that was for like really really smart people. And I'm like I'm really not that smart. So I don't need to be going to college anyway. Long story short, I end up at college. So now I'm here, having had no preparation. Mm. about college classes or college life. All I did know is I was up to no good. <laughs> so when I look at that picture, I see a young man who really did not have a grasp on what maturity is, um, didn't have a grasp on what God was really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I knew who he was. I knew I knew to go to church. I knew very surface level stuff. But man, I look and I'm like, wow. And then to, to bump into you, who was the opposite. Right, right, right. You're like in church all the time. <laughs> like revival, Wednesday night, midweek. Yeah, I, I was prayer on a strong pursuit fasting to Christ. You know, I mean, fasting 21 days. <laughs> she's fasting. You know, what is she doing? You know, I remember uh, my friends would come over and I would just sit there and they'll be like, oh, you're fasting. Oh, OK. Well, I'll talk to you later. Just text me whenever you want to talk, <laughs> you know. And um, yeah, because I was on a strong pursuit, um, you know, to do whatever it is that God wanted me to do. You know, I, you know, and I wanted to know more of him. So for, I think a lot of people ask me or even wonder how in the world, you know, me on my journey, you were on your journey. How in the world did we become who we are now? Like, how did you get past that? You know, with the whole, um, unequally yoked situation, mm-hmm. um, how, you know, like how, like it doesn't make sense to many people because of you know, who I was versus who you were. Like, how did you rectify dating him? How did you, how did that make sense? How did that fit into your spirituality or your, your decisions, you know, towards Christ? Mm -hmm. And, um, and looking back, you know, hindsight, I was like, I was really walking on some high level faith back then because, (laughs) (laughs) because I mean, but it wasn't spooky faith though. You know, I, I think faith, and believing what God said when you have a clear ear towards him is different than what then distorting his voice because of your wants. Mm. Because the truth of the matter is I didn't want you. Mm. 
you know, I looked at you and I automatically said, he is not for me. He is, he is, no he is ungodly. <laughs> you know, I wasn't trying to make you fit into the mold of what was acceptable, what Christ would be, would be, be pleasing to Christ. Mm-hmm. I had automatically ruled you out because of course I didn't know you to, you know, to the core of who you were. I just looked at you from the outside and say, you know what? Unequally yoked, X, I'm not going that route. Blah, 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 blah. And I automatically, so it wasn't a point, it wasn't that my ear was distorted, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's a good thing that I didn't, you know, want to go your route because if I did, it doesn't matter what God was saying. A lot of times we allow our wants to distort what it is God wants for us. And um, I can appreciate that. It's a good thing to me that I didn't desire to be with you because I could hear God clear on what it is that he was he was telling yeah, me. So so in, in in that particular instance, what I think I hear you saying is that you were able to kind of put my put your wants to the side and say, God, what is your will for my life, for this relation, for for just anything in general? Like I want your will more than I want my wants. Right. And and, and let's be clear, I mean you was fine. You know, (laughs) you know, nice looking, nice smile. You know, you took care of yourself. I worked at the gym, so you make sure you came in there with your fitted black shirt on and your sweats. No reason, I didn't do anything. I was just in there. Y'all know why I'm here. Let's 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 be clear. You know, you look nice. You know, but you know, I was just in a place then that I didn't care. You know, that wasn't my top priority. It was all about, you know, if this person would. If I feel this person would compromise my position with God, I didn't even want to go that way. So, so let's talk about that for a moment, though. I think you hit on something um, because I I know in our dealings with with um, with individuals when we when we're doing coaching and everything, what we see a lot of times, specifically for women, we see sometimes there's a lowering of our of standards um, because of various reasons. So how how were you able to? one be attracted to me but then not let your attraction to me distract you from getting from you know you didn't let your attraction for me get in the way of you and God like how was that possible because I we see that a lot because God was bigger Mm. hands down God was bigger he was the biggest thing in my life and I had a clear understanding at that point and I wasn't always there. Don't get me, you know, don't get me wrong. I wasn't always there. I was in times or I had seasons in my life or even in relationships to where I had to be reminded or even, um, yeah, definitely reminded. I had to be reminded or even like, um, I guess, um, I don't even know the word, like, um, just kind of put in situations to where it was like, listen, look, you know, you got, got, you have lost sight of God, you know, and you need to redirect him or realign him in the right places in your life. I remember I was going through, like, I was like, you know, just all over the place. And, um, I had gotten, gotten into, um, I don't want to, I'll spill this, this, I guess this situation later on later podcast, but I have got tell into it, place. tell it woman of God, tell it, <laughs> tell it. So I was just kind of like slipping back, you know, or, or slipping. I won't never say slipping back because I never really got out there, but I felt I was slipping. And, um, and I was like, God, I don't really don't know how to get out of this place. I don't really know. And he was like, yes, you do. 
And I was like, no, I just need your help. And, you know, I just, you know, I just really feel, you know, that, you know, I'm just kind of losing my way and I don't see. And, and he was like, you know exactly what to do. Like, stop crying. You know exactly what to do. Um, he's, and he said, the question is, do you love me more than you love it? You know, and if you love me more than you love it, and then you're going to overcome it. But as long as you just crying and it's like, I'm in and I can't get out and I'm, you know, it's a stronghold or it's a soul tie. And, you know, all those things that we kind of blame for our lack of um, commitment to Christ, basically, mm-hmm. or our lack of um, aligning um, or prioritizing Christ over everything, yeah. you know, and not saying that some of those things are not real, but however, at the end, the core of it, we have to make the proper decision in order to get the proper results. And so I had been through that journey already, you know, mm-hmm. to where I knew, okay, God has to really have to remain. I have to keep him folk, um, you know, in the center. So by the time I got to you, you know, I I was good on that. I was like, listen, I am tunnel vision, Christ-centered, God is my babe, you know, yeah, that whole right, thing, right. you know? But you know what? I thought what was interesting, and, and I want, you know, those, our listeners to, to hear this, um, hear this from the guy, hear this from the guy's perspective, a guy who we just laid, we told y'all, listen, I was nobody's pastor. I want you to hear what I'm about to say. When I met Sonia, I had a firm and a clear understanding of who she was. I knew it. She made sure I knew who she was. And that's beautiful. She was not timid about who she was. She was not insecure about who she was. When I say who she was, I'm talking about in Christ, her relationship with God. She was forthright with her relationship with God and her standard. Listen, I'm not having sex before marriage. This is her standard. Now, hear me. I want you to hear this. Here I am, the opposite of everything she just said, (laughs) (laughs) right? The opposite. She did not lower her standard. And guess what? I came into her life. She let me know what her standard was and I did not run. And, and that, that I think that that's a, that's an important point, especially to those that are dating, um, even married though, it's so important that you keep your standard, mm-hmm. you know, that you don't, you don't compromise. It's certain things that sh- cannot right. be compromised because if you compromise it, you're compromising yourself and you compromise, compromising your position in God. Yeah. Some things cannot be compromised. I know relationships are, you know, you got to meet in the middle and so on and so forth. Certain things should not be compromised. And I remember just one to let you know because I think initially I told someone like oh you must not know who I am mm-hmm. like and and I, I wasn't saying that in an arrogant way I was saying like he must not know like my lifestyle and in the mm-hmm. life that I live because I just automatically a guy like you wouldn't want to date a girl like me because of what I stood for and here's the thing and, and it was it was exactly the opposite it was I knew that well I, I didn't know because I didn't talk specifically to you but friends told me I had I sent some investigators the investigators the investigators made sure that I I was aware of all of these things and when I heard that's why I wanted to say this when I heard these things that did not make me want to run or it didn't make me want to make her lower her standard it didn't make me want to put her in the corner and say well you need to whatever whatever it didn't make me want to do that. It made me more attracted to her. Wow. See what I'm saying? So I could go and get milk anywhere else, but I don't want y'all milk. 
I want her milk. I want her. What time? You see now? what I'm saying? That's the thing. And and ladies, you got to hear me. What is happening is when you when you lower your standard to get the guy or to keep the guy, you're never gonna get him and you're never gonna keep him. Because once you lower it, you're gonna have to keep lowering it. But here's the thing: one of the fears that women have, and this is the reality here, and I can. You know, I really actually, I always thank God that I, that is, this is one of the fears that I didn't have have during our relationship. Mm -hmm. Now I've have had them before and I found myself compromising, but with, like I said, by the time I got to you, I was good. I was straight. And, um, so a lot of women, they fear like, if I don't compromise, I will lose them. You know, if I don't give a little bit on this or even a lot most of the time, because most of the time when your intent is to give a little, you give more than what you, you know, give away to more than you thought you would um, just to because you in it then. So, OK, well, I give I give away a little more and I give away a little more. Um, and, and that's that is so um, hurtful and detrimental. But however, they feel a lot of women feel that they must compromise to a, or they will lose them to yep. a certain degree yep. and or or um, they may still be there, but they will find whatever it is that they wanted somewhere else. Mm. And you know what? And those are those are that's reality in a lot of cases. What I'm saying is the people that run when you give them your standard, they are not the one. Oh, no, absolutely. And somebody needs to hear that. They are not the one. So you don't have don't 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 do it. Don't come off, and, and it applies maybe for guys as well, but generally it's the other way around. Don't come off of your standard. So when we met, I saw her, and I knew her, I knew her situation, and I was like, yo, she is fine. Not only is she fine, she's confident. Not only is she confident, she godly. Not only is she godly, like, yo, she doesn't even need to show me everything on her body, and I want her more. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Wow. And it's like, there was never a time where you came around me and you just had on, you know, such and such just to try and get my attention and things like that. That never happened. I, it got to a point to where I was like, listen, she fine. And and you can have on your, your denim skirt. I didn't. I was trying to. How you know you, I'm fine? Because oh, nah, nah, I would wear these. I would wear these long. <laughs> nah, like nah, nah, nah. anybody know. I, I, you know, I wore skirts every day unless I was working. And I had these long denim skirts I would always wear. Um, you know, and these. And typically I didn't wear tight. I would always wear like the Aeropostale, you know, T-shirts. Wow. Um, Aeropostale. Aeropostale, or I think, you know, then um, Hollister got start coming out with the whole polos and things of that sort. So you would double the polos and have one color, <laughs> and the, the solid color in the bottom and the, you know, in the, uh, I guess the plaid or the striped in the top. So that would, uh, that's the little thing that I would wear. And I was like, how, I mean, like how he, he's talking about I'm fine. It, it's a, it's a confidence though. It's a confidence. I mean, you can, you can go anywhere and, and see everything. But when somebody has a standard about themselves, they have a confidence about themselves. That is attractive. So, ladies, for real, for real, do me a favor. Don't relax your standard. Yeah. Don't relax your standard. I always say if they are willing to meet you there, they are worthy to be there. 
And if they're not willing to meet you at your sta- at the place of your standards, they're not worthy to be there. Um, so what they're going to leave and so what they're going to find somebody else. And yeah, they probably even marry somebody else. But at the end of the day, you have to understand your, your value. And if you don't lose sight of your value, um, you will not feel bad or feel, you know, um, like you got the short end of the stick because somebody that wasn't willing to meet your standard walked away. Yeah. You'll clap and say, okay, all right, go ahead, move on. <laughs> deuces. You know, deuces, because at the end of the day, I'm not losing who I am. I know who God said I am. Right. I know who, you know, and yes, I may be still overcoming some things, and yes, I still may be insecure about mm-hmm. some things, and yes, I still may the heel off of it, but at the end of the day, it does not change my value. A balled up $20 bill is still a $20 what bill, and I can still go to the store and buy the same, you know, merchandise Merchandise, right. a product that yep. anybody else can go, whether it's a brand new. So it's like, you know, I really wish my heart is that women, you know, remember their value um, so that they will not compromise on their standards. Yeah. And like you said, most guys see that as attractive. Yes. The thing that's what that's what I think we, we don't always get. Most guys see it as attractive. Now, here's here's something that's interesting. We're talking about our story was like when we. You know, after after you told me you were going on a fast, I'm like, yo, why are you fasting? Why you gotta say it like that? Fast. Because that's exactly how I felt <laughs> at the time. I'm like, she trying to she trying to like brush me off with yeah yeah in yeah. the Christian way. She's like, oh, so you ain't gonna give me a number? You just gonna fast, right? Oh, okay, all right, that's what happened. So anyway, so she goes on this fast, right? And then the day that the fast ends, I called her. I'm like, hey, listen, you talking to people? Um, I need to be the first person you talk to. And she was like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, today is the 21st day. You said you was doing 21 days. Here I am. Um, and then she couldn't get rid of me after that. So I just kept, I kept on her. I kept on her. Why? Why? She never relaxed her standard. Yeah. I yeah. had to come up to the standard that she had. You see what I'm saying? And even after, you know, your initial pursuit, it was still six months before I had a conversation with you. You tried. I mean, it, I it was six this. months. This and I, I really believe I mean, we're talking about the, you know, the journey that it took for us, and, you know, and how we started off is so in totally different places. Like you said, the I'm guy so on that good. picture was no up to no good. None. And I was like, you know, and so God started dealing with me about you. You know, even in that, in those, in those days of fasting, I wasn't fasting about you, but God started dealing with me about you. And, um, I had a dream, a vision, a very vivid, you know, dream, um, about something and ended up, it came to pass exactly like I dreamed it. And, you know, I remember God speaking to me and was like, you don't know who he is. You know, you don't know. You're brushing him off. Basically you're frustrated. You're brushing him off because you don't know who he is. And I was like, okay, well, you know, Maybe this guy is going to be an amazing friend or maybe he's going to already. I really <laughs> was not putting because so I never say, oh, he's my husband. And blah, blah. no, I was like, well, he must going to be an amazing friend, you know, and great. Awesome. I don't have that many guy friends. So, you know, let's see, see where, it go, you know, see where it goes. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I was I was uninterested in being your friend. I made that very <laughs> clear. You know, I'm not your friend. I'm 100 percent trying to pursue you in a relationship and everything that that entails. <laughs> right. But I was in. Yes, I was shocked. I was 100 percent shocked that you didn't run, mm-hmm. you know, that you didn't run and say, you know, I am not doing this. You yeah. know, I'm not. I Because at first I thought you were just very arrogant mm-hmm. Or just crazy, 
you know, and I and I figured you I don't know whether you believe me or not. I figured you can you feel that you can weigh me down at some point. And now you probably did. And that's fine. You know, I did feel like that. I was like, yo, listen, let me see. Let me see if she really mean, you know, everybody. Oh, it's my first. Yeah, right. Okay. Mm -hmm." You know, but I, (laughs) you know, I remember that, you know, that that one year anniversary that we went on. Mm -hmm. And um, I was thought you was going to tell me all these great things about me. I had looked on Google and got the top <laughs> anniversary um, questions to ask on a on a date mm-hmm. you know so I'm just okay well I ask him this when I ask him this that's so I long ask ago him, wow that's crazy you, you know so I was like okay this will be a good one so I said okay so babe what do you why do you feel that we made it a year like what would you think that glued us together or helped us make it because at the end of the day we both had our options you could have went any route you could have went in a direction I could have went in any direction but we're here you know and you was like um yeah um honestly and I was like oh yeah of course honestly I'm so so embarrassed right now (laughs) y'all think I got a real deep answer right here go here goes some theological you know uh, I'm just waiting (laughs) on the glory cloud to you know come in and just I'm gonna be riding on the cloud when he says this answer right because I'm I'm just wonderful and I'm and um you know I'm just a great pick then he was like yeah you didn't give it up Mm, 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 mm. and my jaw like dropped and I was like what (laughs) <laughs> like that's it yeah well you didn't you you didn't give it up you stuck to what you said and you didn't give it up and you said and to be honest this is the first time this had ever happened to me yeah and let me tell you why because for me I if you were to ask me and maybe others and I, whatever I'll just say it. people will say hey I love God right I would say of course I love God but I was like rolling, doing all kind of stuff. So when you said that you're not, you know, that you love God and you, this is your standard, I was like, yo, you like love him. <laughs> like for real, for real. Because listen, I love him, but you know, I do my, you know, so it was like. I don't love him, love him. <laughs> like you love him, love like, whoa. Anytime you said double, right, like right. that's when you really feel. Yeah, that's, love him, love him. You, you love him, love him. And that's what made me say, wow. So, so some of it was the actual physical, physicality part to where you stuck to your standard. But a lot of it was this woman is sold out in her belief for God and in, in God with God by God, <laughs> you know, she and, and some is people really thought I was radical. A, a lot of people, you know, I I I lost a lot of friends because like, or I didn't have a lot of friends because of that. Because you got to think, I was in college. Everybody loved God, right? Everybody loved God, but everybody doing their thing, getting it in, and <laughs> a, a to the man, you know. So it was some house parties I didn't get invited to, or house gatherings, mm-hmm. you know, that I didn't get invited to. It was a lot of that, right. you know. And I was like, man, I'm fun. I want to hang out. I <laughs> nah, like to laugh. Nah, you want to hang out for real. They were like, nah, See, you, you, you halfway wanna, hang out. You want to hang out. You want to hang out. Hang <laughs> right, out. Right, right. <laughs> you know, you we want to hang out. Hang <laughs> out. You, <laughs> you know, because you know, but I was, you know, I remember. You came, you came to take me out. Um, we was going out to the movies and oh, you boy. showed up with this T.I. 
shirt on. Like, you know what? It was or that whole T.I.P., you know, the verses. I guess he was just yeah, changing his name to the T.I.P. Album. Yeah. Or some album came yeah. out. Right. So you showed up with. In, and yeah. Okay. And I you, remember you was working at Circuit City at the time as well. So, you know, they <sighs> sold so they, they sold the CDs, of course. And then sometimes you would get a shirt with it or, yeah. you know, you know, they have like different <laughs> promotions. Right. You know, because you brought me the Dream Girls. DVD right, and with right. the poster and all of that stuff like that. So this particular that show you how much money we have. We buying each other CDs and DVDs. <laughs> CDs and DVDs. <laughs> CD, DVD. Surprise! Happy birthday! <laughs> I got <those> CDs. <laughs> I got that. I got that new Tyler Perry. Okay, who remembers the Bootleg Man? Let's be honest. Like he used to sit. The bootleg man used to buy DVDs for five dollars. You pay ten dollars to get twenty-two DVDs. But I got that new Tyler Perry. I got that. I mean, Jesus, it just came no, out yesterday. About, I got that passion of the Christ. Now, I got that. I got that passion. passion. I got that passion. They used to bootleg passion on the set. And wow. And I bought one. Wow. God forgive me. All right, go ahead. I, that was just. Silent. See, how did you make me forget what? Okay, the TIP shirt. <laughs> the TIP. Okay. There we go. Tip. So you show up mm-hmm. with a TIP shirt on. Yep. And I was like, um, could you change your shirt? Right. And you was like, why? And I was like, babe, um, I was just trying to really be as nice as I could about it. <laughs> she wanted me to change my TI shirt. Come and on, I was man. like, Baby, I am an evangelist. Mm-hmm. He's called Evangelist Charleston. Evangelist. And I was like, I just do not feel comfortable dating, uh, going out on a date with a guy with the TIP shirt on. Because you have to understand who I am. I said, I don't even listen to that type of music. And, you know, I'm always teaching, you know, or preaching at youth conferences and things of that sort. Now, how would that look if I got this guy, he already from Fort Lauderdale, Miami, you know, so he got the big, he got the big clothes. I'm talking about, you know, in general, that's how everybody looks at it. And, um, so you got the big clothes and the hat, and then you got this big TIP, you know, TIP shirt on. I was like, motivation. you know, I was like, babe, that's just really not a good look. Not saying that, you know, you know, I was on this whole thing, you know, don't just, don't let your good be evil spoken of and things of that sort. And I was just, I was, you know, I was, I was holding my stand. I was radical for Christ, blah, 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 blah. And you was like, no, I'm not changing. And I was like, well, I'm not going to the movies with you. And then we didn't go and to then the we movies. didn't go to the movies. Well, I ain't going to the movies with you. Yeah. Well, you ain't going to, like, this is real and, talk. And I, you, no. I, I ain't going, well, I ain't going. <laughs> I said, well, I'm not going. I'm not going with you. If you don't go home and change, I will not go with you to the movies repping uh, music Hardcore music cussing in it and Listen, talking there was about a 0% naked chance of me going home and changing. And you was we like, I'm not, not doing it. And so we ended up not going to, I don't know what we ended up doing. We probably ended up going to McDonald's and get We probably to get got a McFlurry. We probably went, you know, we used to eat those McFlurry. And um, so we it probably ended up doing something like that, but we did not go to the movie. I was so set on that. Yeah. Like, I, I wasn't doing it. And and again, well, that's why we're talking about opposites and opposites attracting and all of that stuff. And these are just some of the um, situations that we've encountered so many again so many situations to where if you if if you're in a situation where there is two opposites things can actually work yeah. if the two individuals are willing to constantly communicate and then show the maturity 
and the respect for each other. Yeah, and, and I think it's about not necessarily relaxing your standards. I think people kind of think, oh, you got to relax your standards. No, no. You, you, you have to hold firm to your standards, but you do have to relax your preferences. Right, and that's the thing, yeah. You know, yeah. we have to relax our preferences because we, 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 sometimes I think we make life principles out of preferences. Mm. That things that are not as important as we think we are just because they're our opinion, maybe because it's the way that we lean. Mm-hmm. And we do this in a lot of areas of our lives. Right. We'll make this whole thou shall not, you right. know, list of things off of our preferences. Mm-hmm. And you have to learn what is what. You know, is this a principle of life or this is a preference of life? Right. And I think if that is clear, you would know where to compromise. You would know where to give in a little bit, you Mm -hmm. know. But listen, preferences, all of that, you know, how tall they are, how, um, you know, the color of their skin. You know, things of that sort. Those are preferences. Those are the thing you want. But some things have to, some things you cannot change. And what we had, what we had as a thread that went throughout our relationship and I think will serve people well in their dating relationship and even marriage is we had a value system that we both agreed on. Now, I wasn't walking in it like I really should have been. However, I had the value system. Now, we can do a whole nother podcast on what a person looks like and then what's what's going on in their heart, right? Man looks on the outer, that whole story. So it was like we had the same value system. So for me, while I, I absolutely thought that what you were doing and how you were living your life, how you are living your life was one that was so different, so unique from what I've seen, I did not classify you as radical because when I looked at your relationship with God, I was like, she's genuine in her relationship with God. So other people would look and say, she's radical for me. I would say, well, she believes that like, I, I saw that as I was, what's the word? I was literally, I thought that that was a beautiful thing because that's what I should be doing. If I say I should, that that's just how I was thinking. I'm like, yo, if I say that I love such and such and such, I love God, then I should be doing it. Now I wasn't, but I was in total agreement that a person who says that they should, should. You right, see what I'm saying? right. Because people, here's the thing. People know, people may not say it, but they take a mental note when your actions are hypocritical. Mm-hmm. Yep. They take a mental note, whether yep. it's your friend, whether it's your spouse, yep. whether it's your boyfriend or girlfriend. Yep. You know, they take a mental note mm-hmm. whether or not your actions are aligned with the words that you say. Yep. You know, so that's why it's so important um, when, you know, you have a vibrant um, prayer, you know, life with God, a, a prayer life or pursuit of Christ that you don't you don't you don't give up on that. And you hold firm to that, because when somebody come into your life, they're not 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 necessarily looking for you to be a hypocrite, but mm-hmm. they will notice if you are. Yep. And that controls how it is that they see you and how it is that they hear you. Yeah. So listen, opposites do attract. Now, there's a caveat. Be clear. There has to be a value system that's synonymous within the relationship. You both have to see God the same way. Now, I want to be clear because I don't want you to run from this podcast and say, uh, Joey and Sonya told me that it doesn't matter. We could be unequally. Yo-. No, 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 we, no, 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 no. That's no. not what we're saying. Uh, uh. Uh, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> what we are saying is that it's very possible for your preference to sometimes get in the way of the relation, the relational potential. So we have to relax the preference, keep our standards, 
relax the preference, keep your standards, and then see what you have within the relationship. Right, right, right. Because you ain't like you get married. You're right. dating. You're dating. <laughs> and here, that's a whole nother podcast. Listen, you're dating, okay? You can leave. Right. right. At any given moment. <laughs> just leave. So, but, oh, they trash. Let's go. Just leave. And just pick up my bags and let's go. Just leave. Oh, they all just oh, okay. Oh. So you like this. <laughs> you know? Oh. Are you are you cousin? Oh, we cousin. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but listen, guys. Oh, you got the attitude. <laughs> listen, you know, and leave. Leave. Listen, guys. Opposites do attract. You heard the caveats. We love you guys. We appreciate you all so much for being a part of this conversation let absolutely, me tell you absolutely absolutely i hope you guys enjoyed as much as we did oh man but come back next week yep. for the next episode yep. where we would will be talking yep. about life love, love and you know everything, everything in, in between, between.